Riley Herbst finished in the four spot yesterday in the Xfinity Series race. He joins us now here in the Freak Nation. Of course, I kick it off about two dudes hanging out in the bathroom here in the Lucas Oil Studio. Have you had that position yet when you're in the bathroom and there's a fan there saying, Riley, can I get your autograph? Yeah. Um, oh. At, uh, it was Talladega, I think. So it's kind of awkward. I'm like, yeah, I guess you can. But we could wait 30 <laughs> seconds and be way less awkward. But I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't really speak to many people. What do you say? Do you say, bro, can I wash my hands first or can I finish? Can I shake it off? What well, do you- I mean, it's up to them. If they'll let me wash my hands, I'd rather. But <laughs> yeah. wow, I don't know. We've we, whether it's Mario and maybe maybe Tony Stewart. There's been a number of drivers we ask them that question, and just just really some strange instances in the bathroom. Who was it? Let's let's go. Let's give some background. It started with Ray Evernham in I think 2002. It was in Las Vegas, and uh, yes, he was approached, and he was so mad. It was right before he came to our interview, mm. and he was so mad. He's like, <laughs> "Don't these people understand that I'm just a normal person, and I just have to go to the bathroom?" Yeah, yeah. I don't. Hey, hey whatever. It yeah, is what right. it is. Yeah. It's part of it. <laughs> this is like old conversation. Bro, it's it's okay. It's people got to go to the bathroom. But that's see, that's where we come from. We've been doing speed freaks for almost twenty two years. The freedom that drivers have now, Riley, is much different than fifteen years ago, where it was just so marginalized and you had you couldn't step over the bounds. Now you could talk about going to the bathroom. You can have somebody dancing crazy on Twitter. It, life's changed over the last decade and a half. Thank goodness for guys like yourself. Yeah, I think that's a, a good way to put it for sure. I think the media thing, uh, the new digital wave kind of did more to that for the drivers. But, um, yeah, things are a lot different than 20 years ago. <laughs> but you've also got a sponsor, and you guys have been with Monster for a very long time, that encourages that. You want your personality out there. Yeah, okay, you drive a race car. Who are you, though? Who are you behind the wheel? Don't they encourage that Yeah, exactly. Monster is uh, a little bit on the edgier side of sponsors, and um, they don't care. Obviously, they sponsored uh, Kurt Busch, and Kurt Busch lets people know how he feels, and they encourage <laughs> that. So um, they want you to be who you are, and that's all about the brand. What's one of the most credible you've been able to do with Monster? Whether it's a trip around the world, or is, is it Supercross? Is it Snowcross? What, what's something crazy you've done with them? I would probably say Supercross, but just being a part of the company, I would say, yeah. and being made feel as a family is honestly the coolest thing that I could ever ask for and um, ever want from a sponsor like Monster Energy. It's, so, it's just so cool to be acknowledged with that brand, and people know Riley Herbst, and they know the black number 98 with the green claw on the hood. So I, I really, really appreciate that, and I love it. It's so weird for me to think that we're sitting here with a Herps, with Riley Herps in the studio, and the Mint 400 is going off in Las Vegas this weekend. We're at Phoenix Raceway for NASCAR. Is that kind of odd to you? I mean, I still think Herps and the, the off-road background. You chose a different path than your family, but do you still have kind of off-road routes that go off? Yeah, it used to be weird, uh, honestly more weird for me, but now it's kind of like this is what I do and that's what yeah. they do. But um, yeah, I do have my cousin competing in the Mint 400, so hopefully uh, we both can have pretty strong runs today and um, have a pretty good day for the Herbst family. Does good. he have the claw as well? Uh, he does have the claw. It's a lot, a little bit smaller of a claw, but um, it's more of a red trophy truck. So <laughs> yeah, terrible Herbst on the side. Hey, here's one for you. Riley Herbst here in the Freak Nation. Uh, Xfinity Series pilot joining us. This is how strange social media goes for me because it, it's happening. <laughs> where would you rather have Kim Kardashian numbers in Twitter and Instagram followers, or now think about this, or win the Daytona 500? Win the Daytona 500. Okay, damn it! But I mean, to your 
it's different, obviously. I mean, from a business standpoint, you yeah. would way rather have Kim Kardashian social media numbers. <laughs> you can make a lot of money off those numbers. But as a race car driver, I would way rather have the Daytona 500 win. Would you rather have the Daytona 500? Like, who's your favorite band? Oh, I don't know. Um, what? Like, would you we rather play guitar on stage in front of screaming fans at Wembley Stadium in London, or would you rather win one of the world's biggest races, the Daytona 500? The Daytona 500. So Crash. still, not even, you don't want to be a rock star. You just want to be a race car driver. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the epitome of our sport is to win the Daytona 500. <laughs> like, that's, what everybody, exactly. that's what everybody dreams of as a kid. So yeah, that's probably going to be the answer for probably 95%, yeah. 99% of the thing. What would the 1% be? I don't know. You have nothing we have on my yet. mind. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like, oh, you know what? I'd rather have the other. But uh, a good betting man would probably say the Daytona 500. Hey, with the Herbst name, the Herbst family, so synonymous with motorsports specifically, off road, who's the who's the patriarch that all the herps go to at this? I don't say go to like it's the Godfather, but is there <laughs> is, is there still a, is there a central herpst out there that all of you guys consult with now? I don't I don't know for racing. You mean just, yeah, racing or just life, man? Just life. life. I'd probably say like um, our dads. Mine, me and my cousins, we talk to our dads quite often. But when it comes to racing, we all just. Um, I don't know. Just talk about off-road racing like any other family does or fans. We're kind of fans of the sport, any sport. So, um, yeah, we just like to watch and enjoy the motorsport action. Well, the reason I bring that up is because you're, you're very humble. So is Brendan yeah. Gone. But the, the, the influence that the Herps family, the Gone family, has meant to Las Vegas and, and, and spanning from there – Lost on you. That's why it's it's fun to kind of get behind the scenes of guys like the Gons or the Herps to to really find out how this thing is run because it is it, it's important and was important to Las Vegas. Yeah, I think the biggest thing on that aspect is um, what our grandfather instilled in us as growing up is that hard work pays off, mm -hmm. and um, he was the vital resource and um, the definition of that. So we always look to him and. Um, if you wanted something, you could work for it, and anything was achievable. And uh, that's what we kind of—I at least for myself—carry on into racing and working hard and uh, trying to go win some races. So you have a spin out on the racetrack, yet obviously anything's still possible. Who's talking to you in your head to get you back motivated to finish this race and, and go for the front again? At this point, uh, my spotter probably <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, um, just focusing on business. Hopefully, we're not in that scenario. Um, but yeah, it'd probably just be my spotter. Nobody in the family comes to mind that no. would be like. There's no Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff, no, just on a racetrack. <laughs> in, in my line of business, which is radio and TV, or two phone calls that I don't want to get because I sucked or I did something wrong. After a race, is there one phone call or a text like, oh, God, so-and-so just text me, cracking on me. Is there someone that you don't like to hear from after a race? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say we didn't have the best qualifying effort, and I looked down after I got out of the car, and it was my dad, and he just sent me a question mark, and so I was like, oh. <laughs> um, I guess that would be the best example I have. But other than that, I mean, I say that, but he's very, very supportive. He's honestly, at that point, was just curious, um, and I was, I was curious as well. <laughs> question mark no yeah. you want the question mark. you don't want the wtfs no. i mean either one is not good so <laughs> <laughs> can you have you been coached well enough or are you old enough to understand to put that let's, let's be honest you got crappy qualifying behind you before you get in that car because bro it's a long race mm -hmm. uh it's it's called racing for a reason can you put it behind you or will you carry that until you work your way up into the top 10 
50 laps into it. I think it's huge that it has, I have to put it behind me uh, just because, like you said, it is a long race. And so you have to focus on um, a challenge and attack the things in front of you. And um, there's no really sense to worry about qualifying. Over with, we mm-hmm. got what we got. So uh, now we got to move forward. And I think, honestly, uh, that's huge in racing. You can't really focus or relish on the past that by any means. Are you kind of a fan of the way things have morphed in motorsports since COVID kind of took over the world in that you don't have as much practice time? You you just have to basically have the right setup and get out there and go and get it done? No, I mean, I'm grateful that we do get the 20 minutes from NASCAR, but um, selfishly, I would love to go back to the old weekends where we practice yeah. twice on Friday, come in Saturday morning, qualify and race. I think that would help me as a younger driver for sure, but it is what we it is now and everybody's on the same page. Having said that, though, there were jurors in the that have sometimes overthinking, so overthinking. There's not that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would. I never really fell into that category. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can see how that definitely affected. Yeah. Now, it, like you said, everybody's the same now. Yeah, so. I mean, it's what it is. Same playing yeah. field. I, I, I'm hearing some influences from guy that's also in this room, Mike Arning, who we've known for many, many years, where the guy likes to drop a lot of metaphors and a lot of comparisons to things that make sense, catching bass or chopping wood. And <laughs> Where are you going with this, well, I'm going with it. Do you listen to guys like that when they're... Now, listen, Riley. Now, you approach the car like this. It's, it's like a a china doll and i going around turn three <laughs> when i was <laughs> do you get stories like that from old like there is um but i do listen to everybody because there's a reason why somebody is telling me that it is that is an odd story i wouldn't say anything is ever compared to a china doll exactly. but yeah i mean i feel like you could take something away from everything honestly well okay well let me let me use this metaphor okay you're chopping wood and there's one point where you chop enough wood that you can start a big fire versus some kindling over here that's not what he said earlier but okay we don't have 20 (laughs) minutes man i just sit there and listen to arnie for 20 minutes talk stories about chopping wood and i felt damn man i'm here with my dad no i am talking about (laughs) yeah i've never really experienced any stories like that they're coming brother all right they're coming i'll be waiting wait man they are they're coming man Well, I, I, again, uh, I don't know where you're going. Well, uh, listen, we could. You want to talk? Listen. That, no, I don't want to talk technicalities no, with the race that. car. We want to know who he no, is. No, hell no, man. We're having yeah, fun. Of course. How did, how <laughs> Always did, a good time. How did uh, terrible come about? Uh, that was my great grandfather. Um, that was just his nickname uh, when he first started his company. So <laughs> oh. terrible herbs. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of it. Stuck. I don't. I really, honestly, in business school, that's probably not what you call your company is terrible, but it worked well for them, so they're going to stick to it. But yeah. hold on, hold on, though. Let's go back to, like, you just talk about old guys and their stories. I mean, the old way of doing things versus the new way of doing things. Terrible is catchy, and it doesn't necessarily have a negative connotation. It's just like, oh, I want to be a part of that company. Who calls them themselves terrible? I, it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's kind of morphed into yeah. now, and people associate, associate it with it good being good, so that's good, but... Um, when I first, when people be like, oh, why'd you name your company Terrible? I'd be like, first off, it's not my company. Second off, I didn't have a choice of what to name it. Uh, it's just, I grew up and that was the gas station around town. It's Terrible Herbs. And like, I don't, I feel like that there could be like good herbs. There'd be better if it was good herbs or something. No, I mean, positive. But, but it's Las Vegas. It's not, you know, Sonoma. I mean, Las Vegas is a hard town. So her, Terrible goes well with it. A little, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> It's exactly. Let's not change the wheel. No, the wheel's round no. and it's rolling, so right. we're going to keep going. But when it started out, I feel like we could have had a better name. 
Have you ever rolled into one of those terrible, terrible Herps gas stations and kind of pumped your chest up saying, that's me? Never. Oh, come on. Look who we're talking to, Kenny. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just mentioned how humble he was, and now you're asking him if he pumps his chest out. Come on. No. <laughs> you don't walk in there like with a Herps credit card or a discount card saying, I'm I get I'm this Riley. for free. No, because um, I feel like at that point that you get more questions. And like, <laughs> I'm a guy who gets from A to B. Like, yeah. put my soda, Monster Energy on the counter. Got it. Get out, pay for it. Let's roll. Next that, one. And then the perfect way to end it, kind of like you were in the bathroom. You didn't look up. You just up to go, 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 got the go hell out of there. Got to guess. Always got to be somewhere. <laughs> Thank thanks, you, bro. thanks, guys. What to tell you, Freak Nation? Riley Herbst here with the Freaks, young man. That's uh, he's with that type of attitude. You want him to win because we want him in the Freak Nation more often.